<laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Extra Mundane. Yeah. The Extra Mundane podcast. Yeah. We're excited to be here. We're Absolutely. excited to have you. Um, we are Jessica and Hannah and Hannah, and we are coming to you from New Mexico to discuss the ways in which we interface with the spirit realm on a daily basis. Ooh. I know. Mm. It's exciting stuff. It is exciting. I mean, not, not exciting. It's actually very mundane. It's very mundane. It's extra mundane. Hence the name of the podcast, <laughs> Extra Mundane. <laughs> uh, so we are going to be exploring the identity of God and how we can observe his work here in the 3D by sharing personal stories, both from us and from guests that we'll have on the podcast, as well as engaging in discourse of a more academic nature. Yes. Jess, will you please define 3D for everyone, for those who are not familiar with that term in reference to our lives in the world? 3D, the three-dimensional. So the things that we can objectively observe here mm-hmm. in our present world yes. via our senses, taste, mm-hmm. touch, smell, uh, hearing. Yes. What's the fifth one? Uh, eyesight. Eyesight. Yes. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. The uh, things we would normally observe and quantify via the scientific method, exactly. things we're more familiar with. Yes. Yep. Um, so something that has been lost in our modern sec- secular hyper-intellectualized culture is that um, there there's more. There's more than the 3D. And it's really not too far of a stretch if you kind of relax that part of your brain that's been conditioned to think that way. Would you agree Mm -hmm. with that? Oh, yes, absolutely. I think we're all aware on some level that this is there, even if we're not aware that we're aware. I think we all know that there's more to this life than what we see. That's why it fascinates us so much. Yes, that's why we're, yeah, we're hyper, hyper, not hyper interested. We're interested in these kind of things because it's real and we know it's real, whether or not we're able to fully acknowledge it. Yep. And I think... Oftentimes there's a kind of a, a prideful knee jerk mm. reaction against it. You know, I'm an intellectual. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that stuff because we don't want to be made fun of by others or called crazy for talking about these supernatural experiences, which we really shoot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. We do that, you yeah. know? Um, so, you know, most of us have been trained from an early age in this culture, especially here in the West to, view the world through a material lens. And by and large, we are taught that if something can't be observed materially, objectively, consistently from one person to the next, then that something must not exist. And of course, that degree of reliability and uh, validity has its place, but it's become the norm that experiences that are maybe more particular to an individual that are not Mm quantifiable via these methods are written off and that that individual is implicitly or explicitly written off as lacking credibility at best or mentally ill at worst mm-hmm. and um and just to clarify we are not saying that there's no such thing as mental illness we very much believe in mental illness absolutely um, and we also very much both believe in the scientific method both me and jess have masters in science and we were taught these things in school and we love science we believe in science but there is more than what we quantify 
in our current like system of science. As we said, the scientific method, there is more beyond that. Yep. And with regard to that question of where's the line between you know, these ex- particular experiences and mental illness. We'll explore that in future episodes. Um, but, you know, when you think about it, true empiricism warrants these hard questions as well as a mind that remains open to that which we don't yet understand via these mm-hmm. methods. The, the example that always comes to mind is like how germs were treated in the 1500s. Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it's not real and it doesn't exist. Exactly. And, you know, when you think about it, there are innumerable examples even today of things that we accept as reality but that there are no either no objective means of measuring or the means we've established are indirect estimates for example love you know i'm sure nowadays we can maybe observe a person's brain or heart or other physiological physiological exactly um, as a means to quantify love you know you put someone in a functional MRI and Mm -hmm. have the person they love walk up and see what the result is you know but really we we accepted that love was a reality before we had these means you know so um I don't think it's that big of a stretch to Mm. say that there are things that we're interacting with that we don't yet understand and again to to dismiss that possibility or that reality is pretty arrogant and yeah shuts us in a box yeah Absolutely. Very prideful to assume that we already have the full extent of science that we will ever have. Maybe in the future we will be able to see or quantify these things differently, but right now we cannot, and maybe we never will. But that does not mean that they don't exist. Exactly. And oh, you know what just occurred to me too is not only is it prideful to be like, you know, I, I'm an intellectual and I don't believe in these things, but it's uh, it's it's both prideful and kind of indicative of a lack of belief in yourself. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we, we all have these experiences mm-hmm. in some way from, you know, little things like, wait a second, was that a coincidence? Oh, that was just a coincidence. But was it, mm-hmm. um, to, to bigger things that again, we'll discuss, we'll discuss later in the podcast, but it, it's really, it's a form of gaslighting yourself to mm, that's true. write those experiences off. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about earlier before we started recording, we are one of the, this Western modern society is one of the few societies in in the world, but like in history that has completely written off those kind of things in a lot of ways. Not that everyone writes that off, but like back in the day before we were as reliant on science, people were more likely to believe in myths and legends. And like, they didn't question the existence of the supernatural thing because in their eyes, they saw it all around them. Exactly. Um, but now we have science. And so we have been taught that science is the best and science is super cool guys. I love science, (laughs) but like there is more than that. You know, there's like, think about all of the East and India and Thailand and places like this. They have not so divorced the spiritual side of life with the current modern world that we live in. These two can coexist. Exactly. Yeah. I love, I love that you brought that up. So in this podcast, we want to explore the concept of hey, what's, you know, what if there's more to this world than meets the eye? Mm-hmm. And so here we are with the extra mundane. Here we are. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> now, full disclosure, Hannah and I both come from, well, no, let me rewind and restate that. Hannah and I, in very different ways, are fantastic examples <laughs> of how the end sort of justifies or explains the means. Um, let me explain. So we're both highly educated Christians with master of science degrees and with supernatural experiences. (laughs) 
like, there's, a, there's it's, no graceful way of delivering that. It's just that like, here just, we are. That's just like a statement of facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Um, and our journeys have been really and truly as different as they come. And yet we both have ended up at the same middle point. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, Hannah was raised in a strict Christian household and had to, do you think it's fair? I don't want to put words in your mouth, no. but do you think it's fair to say you had to undergo a period of deconstruction or? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I would, so like to clarify a very traditional Christian household, I would not say my parents are overly strict or anything like that. I know people who are much more strict, but I come from a very traditional Christian background, which I still adhere to and I still love and believe, but, um, some period of deconstruction and exactly what Christianity truly is and exactly what my faith really is and what a relationship with God really is, as opposed to what you are told that is growing up in a Christian culture. Those are two different things, Christian culture and, you know, the far right American culture that is very different from real faith and a relationship with God. So I've kind of come from the one end of the spectrum and and pulled myself into the middle. And then we have Jess over here. Uh, who was raised, really raised in the occult yeah, and uh, had to learn the hard way why the spiritual wild west is dangerous. Will you define the occult for us, Jess? <laughs> so the occult is defined, and it can be used as an adjective or as a noun, um, it essentially refers to that which is hidden. So broadly speaking, and it, it is such... Uh, it's such an umbrella term that it's it's impossible to capture everything which falls under the occult in this conversation. But at its heart, what it refers to is any means by which we attempt to or succeed in gleaning information or power or an outcome, any outcome mm-hmm. um, secretly. So examples of this would be reading tarot cards, Mm -hmm. um, trying to, you know, those like ghost boxes, things people use to try to contact ghosts or spirits, Ouija Um, boards, Ouija boards, mediums, divination. Yes. Um, uh, astrology, these kind of things. I mean, I mean, they don't necessarily comprise all of the occult, but they are examples examples of occult practices. And it's truly manifestation practices. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's really at the heart of it is, this attempt to bypass the creator Mm. and that that's kind of jumping right into it because I'm sure many of our listeners are like, well, who even, who even can say for sure there's a creator, but, but really that's, you you can't divorce the definition of the occult from, um, the creator. It's because yeah. It, the occult is working with spiritual bodies aside from the body that we know is, is God, the, exactly. the supreme being over all these things. And just to clarify, like on this podcast, we are not here to convince you that there is a God. There are lots of podcasts for that. We both believe there is a God. Um, if you have, if you don't believe in a God, that's okay. Like still listen, please. Um, if you aren't sure if there is a God yet or not, like this conversation is still for you. We're just going to like, we both believe there's a God. And so like everything that we're talking about is under the assumption that there is a God. Exactly. And I would actually argue that if you're kind of in that liminal space where you're like, I believe there's something, I'm not super convinced there's mm-hmm. one Supreme creator or it's this mm-hmm. versus that, th- this is the podcast this is place for you. Be. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, exactly. Um, so great question. Um, both of our experiences have led us to wonder 
why the material and the supernatural are treated as disparate. Um, and we, we really believe that this divorcing of the material and the supernatural has been to our detriment. We believe that every single human being without exception would be better off and healthier and stronger physically, even when we can we'll discuss that in future episodes, but, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and definitely spiritually. Mm-hmm. If we were to remarry these two mm-hmm. realms. Yes. And I mean, that's what, you know, we're both yoga teachers as well. That's a lot of what the practice of yoga is, is marrying the physical and the spiritual. Yep. Um, and think of how great you feel after doing yoga, you know, like it helps to calm down your mind. So yep. there is, there is benefit to be gained from not divorcing the physical and spiritual sides of yourself. Absolutely. But. And there's a whole branch of theology called theology of the body, which mm. reemphasizes mm-hmm. from a Judeo-Christian perspective, uh, the, the holiness of our material bodies. And we'll, we'll discuss that too. So, um, you know, you can approach this remarrying of the two realms from kind of a more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Pregnancy brain. Yeah. Jess is very pregnant. By I'm the very way. pregnant. If you hear her like <laughs> breathing heavy or, <laughs> or like randomly groaning cause she's in pain, it's cause she's 33 weeks pregnant Yeah, and she feels very pregnant. Right I now. do. I yeah. very much feel pregnant. I've gained yeah. 50 pounds. Aren't you proud of me? I'm I don't so mean to brag, but I'm no, really but like, ahead of the game and weight gain. Yeah. <laughs> cause you're like so healthy. You're like, like there's like little Jess and then this giant belly on the front of her. And we're like, Whoa. <laughs> Just having a baby, maybe two. I'm still not convinced <laughs> that I like still secretly believe that you're going to get to the hospital and you're going to like have this baby and be so happy. And then another one's going to slide out. <laughs> and you're gonna, it's going to be one of those. Like I'm pretty, I'm still pretty positive. That's what's going to happen. I'm not placing bets on it yet, but listen, if I have I, a surprise too for then, you know what, yeah. that would, it would be a surprise. <laughs> and we're not ready, but like, it'd be what it is. It would be. Yeah. We'd be also, like, we knew. Also, I, you, you might. Mm. Mm, okay. You might not want me to say this. Please say it. I'm going to say it. We can edit it out. Go for it. Um, Hannah and I have different views on yoga these days. Oh, okay. I don't think we should talk about that yet in this episode. I think we should introduce each other. But we're both yoga teachers. I am actively teaching. Jess is a little bit trepidatious. Yeah, trepidatious. Well, I I, no, I'm. We're not going to elaborate on that. No, no, we don't need to elaborate on that right now. But I say that because I'm sure some of our listeners are going to be like, "Wait, but yoga? What? Like, what is the deal with yoga?" We'll talk about yoga. That is the quintessential question, and that'll be a whole episode. Hannah and I will discourse on probably probably a series, honestly. Maybe a series on yoga. Yeah. So, uh, teaser alert. Yeah distracted yeah yeah <laughs> let's continue just know we have just lots like, of we have so we're editing good, that out yeah for sure. no, no no we don't have to edit that out i'm just saying we have so many good things to talk about let's keep rolling yeah yeah <laughs> so many good things okay let's see where am i uh mm. in my notes yeah so we so we both believe that without exception every single individual would be better off mm-hmm. with the reunification of or with 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 a more holistic understanding yes. of the interplay between the material and the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, should we um, do some more formal introductions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So without further ado, I'm going to let Hannah take it away to more <laughs> thoroughly introduce herself. She's wonderful. You're going to love her if you don't Thank already. You. I'm Thank super you. biased, but it's true. I love you too, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it away. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, just as a side note, Jess and I decided to do a podcast because we... Um, I met her boyfriend, soon to be husband, like, what was it like four or five years ago mm-hmm. at the rock climbing gym? Cause we climbed together and we like got to talking. He's like, oh my gosh, you really need to meet my girlfriend. You guys would be such good friends. And I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. You know, like sure. How whatever. many people have said that? You yeah, know, like, yeah, okay. like, cool. And like, so we, I think we hung out one time in a group setting in Florida and then we both got stationed. Our husbands both got stationed in New Mexico and we really started hanging out in New Mexico and we're like, oh my gosh, we're like best friend soulmates here. <laughs> and we started talking about all this kind of stuff because we both had these supernatural experiences and we were just talking. We, we talk about this literally all the time. Like every time we get together, it's hours of conversation about this. And we were like, well, you know, we started talking to other people about it and people are interested in this. And so now here we are recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, of our conversations. So <laughs> it's so it's so funny. We compliment each other so well. We've been we mentors to each other. Yes. Oh my gosh. Truly yes. like to each other. Yes. You know, when I was going through everything and I, I reached out to you and you and, and we have like different sets of experiences that the other both needs at different time in our lives. Yeah. So Yep, exactly. Yeah. More yeah. succinctly put. There it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us about you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um there's a lot to know about me, I guess, but I'm just gonna like kind of highlight the basics. So my name is Hannah. I um have a variety of jobs. I'm a dietitian first and foremost, but I'm also a personal trainer. I own uh, a little business here in town teaching aerial arts. So we have a hoop, a, a lira, a circus hoop that we spin on. Um, and I have a trapeze and we do all kinds of fun circus stuff. I, I fire dance. I have torches that I light on fire and dance around with. And it's super cool. Send your arm hair on a regular so, yeah, basis. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of arm hair right now because <laughs> I burn it off fire dancing. This does not hurt, by the way. I should just quantify that. Anyway, so I do a lot of um, fun circusy stuff. I also uh, work at Red Door, a bar downtown. I have lots of random jobs. And I'm a, I said I'm a personal trainer. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of random jobs and I teach yoga. So there are a lot of varying interests in my life. But all that to say, we are here to talk about the spiritual um And I don't know, I was thinking a lot about like how I want to introduce this side of myself. And there's the classic way, um, you know, you tell your testimony, like I grew up in this household and when I was this many years old, I came to God and all of this and that. And like, that's cool and that's fine. But I, I don't know. I was just like, I just feel like that's not really what's important for this conversation. I think what's important for this conversation to give background to what we're talking about in this podcast is my relationship with God. (sighs) And (laughs) thanks, Jess. You really make me feel good about myself. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, yeah, I'm just going to go. So God has been speaking to me in my dreams since the time I was a little kid. And it took me some time to put this together and to really realize what was happening and figuring it out. But I was, I think it started. So I, I did grow up in church. Yes, absolutely. But my most vivid first memory of like my life with God is when I was, I think I was like six. I don't even remember how old I was, but it was the day before Easter Sunday, I don't know if there's a name for that day, Easter Eve, Saturday, Holy uh, Saturday, Easter Vigil and Easter Vigil, some traditions. Okay. Yeah. So that, that day I, Holy Saturday, to, Holy Saturday. There, there we go. Okay. So Holy Saturday, when I was like somewhere around six years old, I don't remember all of the dream. I have a very like vivid mental picture still in my mind of like a tree and like red and black. And I don't remember everything that happened in that dream, but I know the feeling that I had from that dream. And when I woke up, I knew without doubt that God was real and that evil was real and that I needed to come to God. And I told my mom, like my mom would testify to this this day. I like jumped out of bed. I'm like, mom, like I need 
to be saved. What do I do to like talk to Jesus and get him in my heart? And she was like, okay. <laughs> and so I, uh, asked, yeah, <laughs> okay. So cool. I asked God into my heart, into my life when I was like six years old on the day before Easter, Easter morning. And ever since then I've had, and understand, I'm not telling you these things to be like, I am so special. I am so cool. This is just my experience and something that I, like many of us do, maybe wrote off or hid from for a while in my life. But since then, God has continued to speak to me in dreams in various ways. And it's not like, you know, it's not like he like sits down and he's like talking to me in my dream and I have words that I can pinpoint to. It's in pictures and images and feelings and something that happens in a dream where you're dreaming and you cross over from, you know, funny, whatever to oh, this is something different now. And there is something that he needs to tell you. And so this has been happening my whole life. Um, but alongside that, I have what I would call a spiritual gift of being maybe slightly more in tune with things beyond the 3d. And again, I'm not saying this to be like, I'm so cool because I'm not, there are plenty of people out here who have this awareness and who maybe a lot who have written this off their whole life, but just being more aware of the spirits inside of people. So people who are filled with the Holy spirit, people who are filled with something else, um, being aware of the spirits in places, what is good and what is bad. Um, and being, this might sound weird, but being aware of spirits watching me and the things that are surrounding me. And so for a long time in my life, I ran from that because it's very scary. Like my mom would tell you how many nights she had to come and sit by my bed because I was terrified and I couldn't go to sleep because I felt like there was something bad watching me or something scary. And she would have to pray with me and then it would go away and I would have peace. But like when when you think about it, like it's, it's terrifying. Like it's cool to be like, I feel like the presence of God more vividly, you know, maybe than some people are, I feel like he's just right here and I can talk to him, you know, and I like, I feel this really like good, warm, protective spirit, all that side of it is like cool or whatever. But then there's a side of that where you're also more aware of like, like I can feel the outline of a spiritually dark body standing next to me. And like, that sounds really creepy and weird. And honestly, it sounds schizophrenic, which is why I don't talk about it a lot (laughs) with a lot of people, but that's what we're here for on this podcast. Yeah. Like you're like, I I see things and I feel things like you tell somebody you're talking to like a demon in the corner and you're going to get sent to the mentally ill institution. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't something you talk about with everybody, but it's been my life experience for a long time. And I've ran from it for a long time because it's terrifying. Like, it's not just like you get the heebie jeebies in, you know, about something or you watch a scary movie and you have like a scary feeling. It's like, no, there is a physically dark presence next to you and it is cold and you can feel that it's only intent for you is evil. And it would prefer that you were dead and gone, but it can't, it doesn't have power over you. It's not going to hurt you necessarily in this life, but it is there and it wants you. And so being aware of those kind of things is really terrifying. If I'm being honest, it's not super cool all the time. However, it is helpful sometimes like these kind of feelings can guide me in how to pray for people. Um, it can guide me into people to stay away from and people that are good. So anyway, I've been in touch with this side of things my whole life and figuring out how to interact with that and how to quantify that and like where that interplays with my faith life and like what exactly that is. That has been a big part of my, my growing up and my journey. So that's, that's the part of myself that I wanted to introduce because I feel like that is what is relative to this podcast. But all that to say, I'm very aware, um, 
I don't think I'm crazy. And I'm very aware. <laughs> I don't think you're crazy. I, you don't think I'm crazy either. Maybe, maybe I am. I don't know. But we're going to pretend like I'm not, at least for this podcast. I've been very aware of these things my whole life. We'll post that clip and leave it up to the audience. <laughs> you can vote on Take a survey. I'm crazy. I don't know if you want to ask people if I'm crazy because I'm a little <laughs> bit crazy in some ways. And they might be like, uh, don't listen to this chick. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Because some mm. question for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I know we've, we've kind of touched touched on this before and I'm certain this will come up as like a formal episode or series, but what are your thoughts as of now, if you had to Mm. summarize, you said, um, they don't, these dark entities, Mm -hmm. they don't have power over you necessarily in this life. Do you think that's true for all people all the time Mm. or how, what, what, Mm. how would you elaborate on that? If you, I mean, you can give them power over you if Mm. you want. And I think part of the way that we give them power over us is asking, frankly, asking them to come in via occult practices, whether that's with tarot cards or divination or a lot of this current, like modern, like we're drawn to these things like manifestation and like reaching out to your spirit guides and all of this. And it's like, there's a lot of spirits out there. Are you sure you want to put out like a blanket invitation for a spirit guy? Because you don't know who's going to answer that call and he might not be chill. Like he might legitimately have your worst interest in mind. Um, so yeah, I think that there's a lot of ways that we can maybe invite other presences into our lives. I've also, um, so things like mental illness, things like eating disorders and depression, obviously like there are very real scientific chemical roots of these things, but sometimes these things come from spirits, not to say that that's always the case, but there have been experiences in my life where I've come in, I've come across somebody who is dealing with depression or eating disorders, and I can feel the spirit that is oppressing them. And so in that way, this is a gift because I can kind of that I know how to pray for them. Then I know what, like what to pray over them and what that they need to be freed from. Um, but yeah, I don't, and I'm not to say that like somebody who has that, that it's their fault that that is afflicting them at all. I don't know why these things are allowed to happen. Um, and I don't know if they gave authority to that thing or if that thing just was allowed to torment them. Honestly, I don't know how all this works. Um, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're just here to talk about it, but yeah. I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to explore that further because yeah. I totally agree. We, we can't make this blanket statement like, oh, it's your fault if you invited them in because it is so much more nuanced than that. Mm. And, and I think, you know, a lot of times if we give these things authority, it can be inadvertently, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, so, all right. Well, yeah. that's, that that's was a little beautiful. intro to Hannah. Hey guys. That was beautiful. Thank you. I love <laughs> what you decided to share. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, your turn. Please right. introduce yourself, Jess. All right. So Jess is way cooler than me. That this is false. Mm, um, I but know. I'm, I am actually going to do a little bit more of the traditional testimony. Yes, please do. If you think that I should, I can add in those details, but, um, I, th- I, I, I think mean, we should, okay. I, I would love to dedicate like a whole episode to mm. your testimony. Yes. Like my family, my, the spiritual history of my family, where we came from. Yeah. I mean, there is actually a lot there. I can talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for this intro one, we'll, we'll keep it a little bit more brief. That sounds so good. that we'll, sounds good. Well, there's I'll a little talk. teaser about Hannah. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about my long family line of, <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? hesitant pastors. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But anyway, Jess, please introduce. Me. It's okay. It's okay. So how would I explain this story? Yeah. So I started, um, in this, it really the inciting incident incidents were early 2022. 
um, I had started using cannabis habitually, and this is this is not a dialogue about the merits or dangers of cannabis. That is We're beyond not the scope anti-weed. of not anti-weed. This is, this is beyond the scope. That is beyond the scope of this conversation. But, um, based on my experience, I did, I have come to believe that for some people it, the psychedelic component can open portals. So I started smoking a lot of weed in response to my grandmother passing away to help cope. And it, it led to a period of deconstruction and the line between a healthy amount of deconstruction and starting to open doors that did not need to be opened it was very blurry. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who could attest to that. But again, beyond the scope of this conversation, the, this was the beginning of Stoner Jess era. Mm-hmm. And uh, so beginning, that was end of 2021. And beginning of 2022, I had some supernatural experiences. Essentially, if I had to summarize it, I'd heard a call from who I now understand to be God and my, because of these biases and my own pride, I had so many reservations around really pursuing the truth. I, I, I how do I put this? I, I didn't want, I didn't want Jesus to be the truth, but mm-hmm. I was hearing a call from Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I, in order to kind of bypass this, because again, I, I was like, no, the, the Christian narrative can't be the right one. And so <laughs> I, I, you know, they're so close minded and weird and biased. Exactly. Like, they they're aren't cool. Exactly. And I, I, but I am cool and I'm better they're than very that. intellectual, way smarter than those people. So what I did is I went down those rabbit holes of mm-hmm. paganized Jesus. Mm-hmm. And again, we will expound upon this in future episodes, but uh, so I started looking every which way but up. I started reading grimoires. I started reading the Gnostic texts, the extra canonical books that uh, detail this alternative version of Jesus. I started reading Vedic or Hindu texts mm-hmm. and uh, along with the Bible, but I was really trying to superimpose this esoteric lens onto the Gospels mm-hmm. and so that so that my interpretation and my, the truth that I found, my truth, would yeah. be special and not got that Christian narrative. Yeah, you I'm, were looking for your truth rather than the truth. Exactly. Because I'm better than that. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm special. It, yeah. it was really, I, I never would have worded it that way at the time, but that was really what it came down to. So I started engaging in occult practices. I was regularly reaching out to my spirit guides and doing divination. And I got super into astrology and all of that. And it culminated in me being initi- formally initiated into a, uh, a mystery school, a line of the occult called Theosophy. And I didn't understand what was happening at the time. Um, but ultimately the, the climax of the story is that I was attacked demonically and uh, I didn't even believe in de- demons at the time. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you don't have to either. Have to. <laughs> this might all sound really crazy, um, but it's still real. So we're just going to talk about it. Yeah, this is the, the wholehearted candor and honesty here. Yeah. So, uh, so that propelled me into. I mean, I was shattered. Truly, that mm. when you have an experience like like that, your your ego, your mm. pretty much everything about me was obliterated. And so, in order to in order to survive, I mean, I, and I actually think mm-hmm. I mean that literally, Yeah, I had to get honest and humble and 
and ask the truth, ask for the truth. So I got on my knees. I don't know if I literally got on my knees or not, but in my heart, I was on my knees just like, all right, I, Mm -hmm. I don't even care where, where this takes me. I just want the truth. And, uh, now I'm a devout Catholic. Yeah. (laughs) So here we are. Here you are back where your grandma started. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of funny. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. We can definitely do episodes in the future where we both expound more thoroughly on our, on our histories, but yeah, all that to say that we come from, we come to the same place from kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. And we've both been on this journey. Our families, we, we, everybody does not exist in isolation. We come from a family line of beliefs and traditions and histories and all of this. And so we come from very different types of family lines. And yet we both end up here in the middle where we believe in God and we acknowledge the existence of other things and other powers. And we're just here to talk about it because we find that um, a lot of us have these experiences kind of in isolation and we're afraid to talk about them. But then when you get talking about them with people, it has never ceased to amaze me when you bring up something like this. People are like, oh, oh my gosh, no way. Let me tell you about this thing. It's like everybody, not everybody maybe, but a lot of people have these experiences or these things that they've encountered and, and they don't know who to talk about it with. They don't want to sound crazy. They just kind of exist with this in the dark. Um, so we're here to talk about that and to talk with those people and interview your extra mundane people having <laughs> extra mundane experiences with the supernatural. Um, yeah, because it happens. Yeah, it does. And the more you surrender, the more uh, powerful Mm. It is. And the more, mm-hmm. the more holistic you'll come to realize the, the more, uh, the more there is to life, really, you'll, you'll realize that operating as though the, the hard and fast, you know, immediately measurable, everything is, you can touch, everything yeah. you can touch uh, operating as if that's the only truth or that's the extent of the truth mm-hmm. is to, it's really to, it's like to cut off your dominant arm you will find yourself doing mental gymnastics over and over and over again to try to explain the things that you can't see. Exactly. And you'll get so used to operating without your dominant arm that you'll forget Mm. that you've cut this, you've severed this part of you. Yeah. And when you, when you are reacquainted with your dominant arm, (laughs) it's a whole new world opens up and it's, it's, life is brighter and better and Mm. uh, you'll makes more sense. It makes more sense. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So to summarize, we believe in science. We have master's degrees in science. We're here for science, but we also believe in the spiritual. Yep. So, yeah. And we believe in Jesus. And we believe in Jesus. Hey, shout out Jesus. He's pretty cool, guys. If you could just, you know, we'll we'll get there. We'll go get there. We'll we'll talk about all the things. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, any closing remarks? I, you know... I don't think so. I'm excited to talk about this. I am too. I have so much to say. I do too. <laughs> we've already been talking for 50 minutes. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, we're going to, we're going to edit out. We're going to edit out. It's going to be shorter when chunk. we edit it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, we are so excited to have launched this finally yeah, yeah. and we've, it's been, it's been on the, uh, drawing board for mm-hmm. quite a while mm-hmm. between the two of us. And so we're excited to have officially launched this. We're excited that you are here. We are excited to hear your thoughts. And if you have any questions, feedback, anything you want to hear us discuss, please reach out to us. We'll post our social media in the description Mm -hmm. of the, the podcast description. 
And yeah, looking forward to chatting with you and you soon. Yes. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yay. All right. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.